need for us to stop trying to fix people because half the time these people don't want to be fixed, but yet you trying to fix people to make them be who you want them to be in your relationship. Stop that. This is episode 25. Drop my theme music. Hey Rebel, welcome to Untoxify Your Relationship. Here we will talk about all things healthy and how to get that toxic mess out of you and your partnership. I'm your host, Melissa Webb, a practicing licensed mental health therapist with 10 years experience. All right, let's go ahead and hop into it. Hey y'all, it's your girl and this is episode 25 and today we're going to discuss why you be trying to fix people in your relationship. We've all done it. We've all are guilty of it. I am raising my hand as well of trying to fix people to make them fit in the relationship. So I am watching Love is Blind. The season six has started. I finally got caught up over, I guess, the last couple of days. And I'm going to do a whole episode on season six, Love is Blind with my homegirl, can't doctor let me get let me get her name right dr candace anthony um she's also a therapist located here in st louis and we're going to discuss all things love is blind once that series is over but as you if if you guys never seen the show love is blind it's on netflix it's a dating show um basically the concept is they always ask the question is love blind and they put these people in the pods which they can't see each other on and they can hear, they can only hear each other. And these people, quote unquote, fall in love, then they get engaged, then they get swept off to um, some fancy resort. This year they were actually in the Dominican Republic. And then after that, they go to the quote unquote real world where they get back their phones and then each, um, each person meet their family members and their friends, and then they have their wedding, and then that is when all hell breaks loose because sometimes people get married and sometimes people don't. Um, this season is very interesting, season six. Again, I'm going to get all into that later on, but one of the contestants on the show said something very interesting during the time periods that they were dating in the pods. And this is what she said. She said she was talking about um, Clay. This is AD. If you're watching the show, this is AD talking about Clay. And she was talking about how Clay has some red flags. And she said, that's a red flag for me, but I'm such a fix-a-hoe that I would be like, that's okay. Practice on me. And I said, girlfriend, why are we trying to fix people, period, right? And why are you okay with someone practicing on you because you're such a quote-unquote fix-a-hoe? And I thought that was interesting that she was a, that she called herself that. I just got to say this. I got to say this. You cannot fix people. That's it. That's the post. You cannot fix your partner in your relationship. When you try to fix your partner in a relationship, your relationship is already doomed to fail because, you know, sometimes that person don't want to be fixed and you're wasting a lot of time and energy trying to fix someone. And we already know that you can't do that. So today... I'm going to talk about why do we want to fix people? And then secondly, how do we fix this? Because apparently this is a phenomenon that I've seen in therapy with people where they try to fix their partner because they feel some type of way. And we're going to get into 
again, the why. So the first question is, why do we try to fix people? Well, the answer that I came up with is we want to fix what we perceive to be broken. So if we are in a relationship and we perceive our partner to be broken or they're not working out the way that we want them to work out, then we try to fix them. Again, I am guilty of doing this. Yes, your girl, the therapist has tried to fix someone in her relationship. I actually got called out on it. Didn't even realize I was doing it. I'm such a therapist like all the time, used to be, not anymore. But I was such a therapist all the time that I always wore my therapist hat and I always was in therapy mode. So I'm always trying to problem solve or um, really fix an issue that someone has. Now, you, you might be saying, that's cool. That I mean, you're a therapist, that's what you do. I only do that with people who come to my therapy room, right? Because these are the people who come to my therapy office. They want help. So because they want it, they're asking me to help them. Where I messed up at is trying to fix someone who don't want to be fixed. They never asked me to fix them. They never asked me to work out their problem. They never asked me to problem solve with them. So while I'm trying to problem solve with someone, they like, I don't even know why you're doing this. I don't want this. Like, I'm okay with where I'm at. I don't see what you see. Therefore, stop trying to make me do something that I don't want to do. And yeah, that's that. That's a hard pill to swallow when you're such a therapist. <laughs> and that's why I tell people who I supervise as, you know, young therapists, you know, coming up in the, in the world, hey, take your therapist hat off because everybody don't want therapy. The only people who want therapy are the people that come in your room. There's that. That's that's my little spill on that. So here are some reasons why some people are drawn to brokenness. Some people are drawn to brokenness because if they focus on fixing others, then they don't have to focus on fixing themselves. That's a word. Um, some people are drawn to brokenness because uh, fixing can make you feel better. So actually solving a problem and making someone better can actually make you feel better. They try to fix because it's a learned behavior. So an example can be they probably saw a parent, maybe a mother or father trying to fix someone. And that's how their mother or father got the love that they received. And so now you're thinking like, oh, I have to fix people in order to be loved. And that's just not the case. It's kind of toxic. That's a toxic love. We fix because we want to be the savior. Who child? Let me let me work this. OK, because we can't save nobody. At the end of the day, I only have one savior. His name is Jesus the Christ. (laughs) And he is the only one that can save. And also, we trying to be saviors is just not realistic because we just don't have that type of power to save people. At the end of the day, people have autonomy. They have free will. They can either choose to fix their issues or they can choose to live with them. And we can't do any saving. We can't save anyone Um who has free will, but God, (laughs) but God is the only one that can come into someone's life, see an issue and 
put the right people in their lives to get that issue worked out. Only God can do that. So you know what I tell people who want to be have a savior complex? I always say, one, you're not Jesus, and two, you need to give it to Jesus. So if you have a partner that has some issues and they don't want to work on it, you need to pray about it and be like, Lord, you know, help them to fix it, bring the people in, into their life that can help them work out this problem. Because at the end of the day, one, you ain't got the time, you ain't got the energy, and you ain't got that power to do that. So give all of that to God and let him work on that. Other reasons why people are drawn to brokenness because they fix to feel needed. Like if they're not fixing, then they don't feel like they're needed in the relationship. And you are needed regardless of fixing people. And also people fix because they want better for themselves. So I know for me, when I used to do this whole fixing thing, I knew like, yeah, if I help them, then it will help the relationship and it will also help me and everybody. It's a win-win situation. Um, what you got to realize is fixing is also control. You're trying to control and manipulate the situation so that way this person can fit with whatever you want in a relationship. And that's not fair to the other person. And like I said earlier, a lot of times when we try to fix someone that don't want to be fixed, we are wasting time and we are wasting energy. And if you have to fix someone to be in a relationship, then that relationship is doomed to fail. And you probably shouldn't be in that relationship. So how do we fix this? We just accept people for who they are. So if you're dating someone and you see that they need to fix something and you go into fix it mode, just know like that's just who they are. Either you accept it and you say, okay, I'm gonna be with this person even though this is something that I don't like or you leave. There's plenty of people out here. Matter of fact, last time I checked, it's somewhere between seven and eight billion people in the world. If half of them people are children, you still got 3.5 billion people to choose from. If half those people are women, you still got 1.25 billion people to choose from. <laughs> then, you know, you, you got to know like there's more fish in the sea and you don't have to deal with the person that you're dealing with. Another way we can fix this is don't fall for people potential because just because you see potential in them doesn't mean that they see the same potential in themselves. Potential is not reality. Potential is just that, potential. Like I can potentially go to the store today or I can potentially go lay down. Whichever one I choose to do, that is reality, right? So just because you see the potential in someone doesn't mean that they see the potential in themselves. They might see themselves as a bump. You might see them the next CEO or whatever company, but because they see themselves as a bum and they don't see themselves as a CEO, you can't make them a CEO. They have to make themselves that. So let's not get caught up on potential and let's get caught up on reality. This person's a bum. I shot, probably shouldn't be here. <laughs> this person's a bum. I probably shouldn't be here. And the last thing of how to fix this is you need to be okay with moving on. I know a lot of times people have this fear of abandonment or fear of isolation or fear of being alone. And you got to be okay with that because what God has for you is for you. And I don't think God's going to put you in a relationship or a situation where you got to fix someone because at the end of the day, God's like, that's, that's, that's for me. Let me do that. And you go do something else. I know a lot of times uh, people are like, 
if only this person was like this, then the relationship would be perfect. And I cringe when I hear perfect in relationship because no relationship is perfect. You just got to understand like maybe this is, just, this is just not your person. And again, you don't want to be in a relationship that you have to manipulate. That's it. That's the post. <laughs> um, Keep watching Love is Blind. Y'all, Love is Blind is so drama-y drama e. I guess that's a word that I'm going to use. So full of drama this season and the characters are interesting. I mean, the characters, the people that's on the show are interesting. And to be honest, I hope none of them get married and I hope that they all go to therapy. Anyway, <laughs> so more of the story is don't be a fixer hoe. Um, definitely know your limits, know your boundaries and be able to move forward I move on as graciously as possible. As always, new episodes come out on Mondays. Um, tell your auntie, uncle, cousin, and them, like, share, and subscribe to the pod. Tell all your friends about it. And as always, stay classy and don't be out here being toxic. And I will see you next time. Peace. Thank you for listening. Go ahead and share this episode with your family and friends. Don't forget to check out the quiz to figure out what your toxic trait is. The link is in the show notes. Thank you and see you next time.